Back to our breaking news. The CHP telling us they are about to close both directions of the Richmond San Rafael Bridge. Caltrans shut the bridge down the first time at around 1120 this morning. Caltrans put in a temporary fix tonight by installing metal plates to reopen all the lanes. I'm Audrey Cooper, the editor-in-chief of the San Francisco Chronicle, and joining me today is transportation reporter Rachel Swan. We're going to be talking about something that affects every single one of us in California, the state of our infrastructure. We're going to talk about crumbling bridges and roadways, pothole vigilantes, and changes in California's infrastructure future. That's all coming up today on Fifth and Mission. Rachel Swan, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Audrey Cooper. It's nice to be here. So we're going to talk about infrastructure, which is a boring sounding word for the thing that makes us mad every single day we get on a train or drive to work or anything, anytime we leave our house. And we're about two weeks off the official infrastructure week, which if everybody missed is not surprising because not a lot happened during infrastructure week. Um, so why don't we start off with you, Teacher Swan, giving the Bay Area a grade for the state of our infrastructure. Okay, so I will defer to the pros on this. The American Society of Civil Engineers has given us a C-. minus. All right, so it's, we're graduating with that, but we're not getting into any Harvards or Yales with that kind of grade. We're actually getting a little better. I think we've gotten D's and F's in the past. Um, we, our infrastructure is officially mediocre. Oh, excellent. Is this graded on a curve or is this actually the <laughs> the roads are getting better? I think it's, you know, it's kind of, if it were just me, I'd say we're probably still at D. I'm going to get in trouble for that. But, you know, so there's, yeah, there's this feeling of like, maybe this is kind of a hopeful C minus. But, you know, they couldn't go any higher than that. So what we're talking about when we give a, a C minus for infrastructure, what what does that actually encompass? It's the state of the roads, how many potholes we have. How how do those grades in these grand studies get determined? They use something called the pavement condition index, which is like that a sounds way. super exciting. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get in trouble if I try to explain what all of this is. But they actually look at the quality of the pavement on um, different roads. Our roads not so great. Last year, we found out that the San Francisco Bay Area has the worst roads in the nation. And the average motorist pays more than $1,000 a year to just fix things on their car that specifically come from the crappy roads. So yes, your instincts are correct. Yeah. <laughs> but I, my understanding is they're also they're not just looking at pavement condition. They're also looking at the state of bridges, highways, you know, all the big stuff. Well, and we've had a lot of news stories recently of some pretty uh, shocking things that are happening specifically to the Richmond San Rafael Bridge. You want to tell everybody what's going on with that? So some concrete has fallen recently a few times from the Richmond San Rafael Bridge. They Caltrans has assured us repeatedly that it is structurally sound. Um, so perfectly normal for concrete <laughs> to fall off the bridge. Right. So here's the thing. I mean, they're right. The bridge isn't going to like collapse underneath your car. 
the problem is though, concrete falling off, not good. You know, concrete falling off from the upper deck to the lower deck, hit someone's windshield, could cause an accident. Boom. Could kill someone. Yeah. 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 It's not a good thing. We don't want it. And um, they and they shut down the bridge sometimes to uh at the beginning to try to figure out why this was happening. So not only is it a safety risk, but it's it's a huge inconvenience for mm-hmm. just the movement of goods and people in the Bay Area to have such a major artery shut down for so long. Yes, it was the first time it was shut down for nine hours earlier this year, and it caused region-wide gridlock, right? Yeah. So what is happening with the bridge right now? They're replacing all the joints that they didn't replace about a decade ago when they replaced all the other joints. (laughs) So they're replacing all what are called expansion joints, they, oh gosh, how boring do you want me to get? I mean, this this is <laughs> not are. boring when you're talking about bridges yeah. dropping concrete on yeah. people's car. So these are the things that um, kind of allow the bridge to move a little bit when the temperature changes because, you know, the bridge is steel and steel kind of expands and moves with the temperature. It's a metal. Um, so it, what happens is the steel is like encased in like a protective layer of concrete and then you have the roadway on top and um this particular bridge actually i'll get to this later but this is a phenomenon on other bridges as well this particular bridge it gets a lot of traffic it gets a lot of freight caltrans and the california highway patrol do not have scales to i mean so theoretically the bridge can only handle a certain truck weight, but they're not really monitoring it. So there are, the reality is there are a lot of heavy trucks crossing this bridge. Also, there's just a lot of traffic because, you know, we have, there's jobs in San Rafael and this is basically the way that people get from like Richmond or any part of the East Bay to San Rafael and back. Um, Well, also uh, the way you truck goods from the Port of Oakland North sometimes mm -hmm. too. So, so it's not like, the truck itself is empty. It's the truck plus whatever was shipped in through the port that needs to go north now. Exactly. So this bridge takes a lot of abuse. Also, I mean, it's in an area where it's the elements, you know, we've had a lot of rain. The rain slips into the, you know, to the bridge, causes the concrete, I'm sorry, causes the steel to expand and the concrete to and gets in between the steel and the concrete and causes the concrete to break loose. All right. And so off. what are they doing? You've you've said what they're doing to fix it. Why is this a problem with this bridge in particular? I mean, we, we haven't seen this happen with the Bay Bridge that I know of or the Golden Gate Bridge. What is it about the Richmond San Rafael Bridge? So nobody knows exactly. <laughs> um The theory that um, has been presented is a this bridge. So whenever we have whenever there is crappy infrastructure in the Bay Area and whenever we raise questions about crappy infrastructure, the answer, the first answer you'll get always from Caltrans is it's approaching middle age. They didn't have the same, you know, engineering know how that we have today. Um, It wasn't like the Depression where they kind of like over 
engineered everything and turned things like the Golden Gate into like a big battle axe that's basically indestructible. Um, Unless you're in the Godzilla movie. Yeah. (laughs) And they made everything from your toaster to your BART train to your bridge look like a jet plane. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, So so there's something specifically about these these middle age bridges that the Richmond San Rafael uh, bridge is specifically does that also explain what was happening at the i-80 overpass that was also dropping concrete from it that is the explanation i've heard you know i asked caltrans the first thing i heard was hey that was built in the 1960s (laughs) you know so um i mean i will say that that particular part of 80 has been a source it's not something that gets um, a ton of attention, you know, because it's not like the Richmond San Rafael Bridge where everybody drives across it. And there are bridge inspectors and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And it affects a lot of people. I mean, that particular section, it it goes over a couple streets and it goes over some parking lots with police cruisers. So the people who've been complaining about it in the past were like the police officers who supervise the cruisers who said, hey, why are bits of freeway falling on top of our cars? You know, and they have told me that they just didn't really get a response from Caltrans for a really long time. And or Caltrans response would be, you know what, we don't have the budget to fix it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, you know, one a lot of these roads were built in the 1960s. I mean, it was coming out of the Eisenhower free, freeway plan. A lot of an investment in infrastructure happened. So are you essentially saying that we're looking at a ticking time bomb for a lot of these projects? Is is that is this just an inevitability of being part of California now? Yes. Well, yes. And I guess you could say so um, there two years ago, the um, state legislator passed SB one, which is the you know, legislative term for the higher gas tax that everyone's seeing. So that has created, you know, a few, I think it's about five, like a few billion each year to um, go to our roads and our bridges and, you know, fixing all this um, dilapidated infrastructure that we see throughout California. So um, there, there was a lot of gloom and doom about this last year because you know, there was what seemed like a viable effort to get the tax repealed. Um, now that it's survived, there is more money to fix infrastructure, but we just have this huge backlog and, you know, the state doesn't have, the state has like a really big economy. We have a, re- we're a really populous state. The roads just take a big battering each day from all the freight travel and all the commuting and so, I mean, and um, once the roads get to a certain point, it just becomes exponentially more expensive to fix them. So just dealing with this backlog, we're just right now, we just don't have enough money to you, you're just going to see bad roads. For well, a really and it, long time. it wasn't that long ago when the state had a, you know, a, a huge hole in its budget and, and <laughs> yeah. pretty much all uh, spending was frozen. So there, the deferred maintenance is a real issue in California. You know, it's also an issue not only for the state, but also for local governments, too, that are dealing with deferred maintenance and the inability to quickly fix the state of our streets. And, um, you know, you you live in Oakland. I live in San Francisco. I think we can both agree that we have some pretty epically bad roads. You wrote a story recently about what some vigilante groups were doing in Oakland that I just 
I love this story so much because it really speaks to the level of frustration that taxpayers have. Do you do you want to talk about your night with the vigilantes? Yeah, I laugh because they've sort of become like folk heroes. And yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess there's a bit of cynicism here and that, you know, they're um, kind of playing off Oakland's famous potholes to create a brand but hey you know people are really people have been writing in saying hey get them to come to this street get because them to come they're to that street they're know? going out in the middle of the night and patching potholes yes these are two guys along with their friends when i went them they had another friend with them they go out in this big you know toyota tacoma pickup monstrosity and <laughs> like ride through the streets of oakland with bags of easy street asphalt they find potholes um they pour in asphalt, they tamp it down, they pour in some more, they drive over it with the Toyota Tacoma, boom, 12 a night, takes about an hour. That's awesome. I just love that story so much. <laughs> so um, there's been some news that has happened too. Um, Caltrans, the agency that everybody likes to hate on, um, is going to get a new director. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, some breaking news just this week. The um, di- executive director of Caltrans, Lori Bierman, has announced her resignation. Her last day of work is June 29th. Um, so we don't know who her replacement is going to be yet, but we do know that, you know, we have a new governor in town and he is kind of stacking the transportation department with all his people. Um, so hopefully we're going to hear a little bit more about his transportation agenda in the coming weeks. The, this has been a huge issue at the state of infrastructure, not only on a local level, as you point out, we're seeing some changes in the state. And also, of course, there's this question about whether there's going to be a federal infrastructure bill that ever passes if the president has taken it. Um, said that he wants his trade bill passed before he can agree on an infrastructure bill. And of course, the debate over whether he will be impeached or not is sucking all the air out of the room. So (laughs) there are a lot of questions up about infrastructure, but I think you've done a great job of explaining um, what the status quo is and even a little bit of bright side, maybe our grades will get up there. Maybe we'll eventually be able to get into the honors class. And I don't California. know about that. We might get a C plus someday. C plus. Well, here's hoping. <laughs> Rachel Swan, thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Audrey. Appreciate it. Thank you to transportation reporter Rachel Swan for being on the podcast today. Thank you to Libby Coleman for producing this episode. And thanks all of you for listening. Fifth Emission is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. You can support Fifth Emission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.